As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you once again for downloading and checking out this episode. And if you're one of those people that are listening to the episode a week before everyone else, hey, thank you so much for that. And uh, you don't want to spoil everything online, but, you know, feel free to keep it cryptic and get some other people interested in how they can hear episodes of Critical Hit a week early. <laughs> Taunt your friends, but do it secretly. It's almost like time is all out of whack for certain listeners because they're listening it before <laughs> others and other people are listening to it late. It's almost like the universe is unraveling, Rodrigo. Oh, no. <laughs> better better uh, throw into that Patreon to stabilize it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I was just going to oh. say assemble a squad and go uh, meet some new friends. But, Become uh, a new god each, in our yeah, exactly. pantheon. Patreon to... supporter is basically a god. So. Yes, to us they are. Who's our newest god? Uh, Ted. Ted. His name is Ted. <laughs> His portfolio includes banking and amiibos. We're going to end up playing uh, the patron saint of artists. All right, Rodrigo, why don't uh, you uh, get us on a ship and, and head out into the next destination? Okay. Uh, so last time on Critical, critical Hit, what what happened last time on Critical Hit? Uh, we, we talked to a bunch of people. Peace. Yes, we came back to Rutile Isle and uh, yep. kind of made plans. And then other people said, "No, that's a stupid plans." And then we did made different <laughs> <Yes>. plans. <laughs> then we discovered that Theme is waiting, which I think <laughs> is an album by Eurythmics. Oh, I was going to say and, it was Journey. I don't know. Journey's not usually that prog rock. But still, you got that whole thing where Thine is waiting. We don't want to keep her waiting, even though time is different. And we might actually end up, before we get there, arriving when we left, because time is broken. It's, it's not quite that down. bad yet. but Time is breaking. One of, one of these days. But will we know what a day is once time is broken? <laughs> Do we know what a day is in the Astral Sea? Does anybody uh, really know what time it is? The, does the sun really care? does shine in the astral sea, so yes, <laughs> you do know what day is. Okay. Sorry. I had an aha flashback. Oh my god. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> okay. Uh, the preparations for the ship finish up, and uh, you are all able to uh, leave for the Sage's Rectory 
in the early evening. Hooray. Some magic happens, and you guys find yourselves uh, somewhere else in space on your super cool ship. Um, and soon uh, an island appears in the horizon, and uh, you guys begin to sail into the uh, the area around the Sage's Rectory. So this is a uh, this island is very large. It uh, has uh, it appears to be sort of like forested and hilly, but as you approach, you see that it is in fact forested and hilly in a very manicured way. You are what at first appears to be forests are most likely groves. Um, what appear to be hills, uh, the hills are very much carved for paths and habitations and uh, a lot of a lot of the buildings are made of this sort of multi-hued blue stone and uh, at least from the coast there appear to be um, somewhat uh, eclectic um, there are like towers and there are sort of more squat buildings. There's like a pyramid off in the distance along with multiple sort of smaller buildings. As you you are, you know, not, you know, you start seeing other ships around as you get closer. But, you know, nobody stops you. Nobody bothers you at all. You can find some docks. And uh, when the ship pulls in um, on your dock, there is somebody there waiting for you. It is a young woman. She's a tiefling. She's got violet skin, black horns, wearing long robes, like long sleeves, uh, long skirt, kind of a pretty conservative uh, sort of bluish grayish robes and uh she she waves as you guys uh finish docking uh as you disembark uh she comes up to talk to zarza uh, she says uh, everyone this is muyu she's one of our agents she's the one who uh she's the one who lined up our meeting with Thine. she Thank you. waves yeah, no problem. It's uh, it's actually it was a pretty pretty good assignment. I'm I'm happy to happy to help. Well, uh, let's come this way. I've uh, arranged some uh, a place for everyone to stay. And uh, Sarza says, I think I'm gonna stay with the ship if uh, if previous experience uh, or at least the reports I've read tells me anything. I should probably stay here. And Muyu's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, don't worry, I'll, I'll take care of everything. And uh, Sarsa gives everyone a wave and gets back on the ship. Okay, bye. bye. Uh, so this is the Sage's Rectory. Uh, welcome, welcome. This is a sort of a repository of knowledge. And uh, it's been uh, gone for a long time, but now it's back. So that's nice. <laughs> um. I, I personally have not spoken to Thine, but she has agreed to speak to our coalition. 
So you all get to do that tomorrow. Fantastic. Great. Wonderful. Anything we should be aware of or um, be prepared for? I mean, she's a goddess, so don't make her angry. Well, true. <laughs> I mean, we've already done that before. Not her, but I mean. Actually, you kind of have made her slightly angry before. But does she know it's us? <laughs> what, by calling her on her private line? Well, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Yeah, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. That was an accident, not a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you sure. find private lines. It's happy fine. little accidents. Happy little accidents. Uh, you are taken to a, what is kind of a, I guess, a big, long building. It, you know, looks like a row of houses, basically a bunch of townhouses. And uh, she says, okay, well, and like she pulls out a key. It's like this, we can stay here. Uh, there is a... Uh, there are restaurants here, and uh, I do have some funds uh, for meals. So, um, whatever you whatever you need, but uh, this should also she opens the door and walks in. This should also afford you some privacy. And uh, you know, you walk in and uh, into a pretty spartanly decorated living room area. There's a coffee table. Um, right next to it is kind of a um, what probably was a dining room, but has been converted into a big study. And then she says uh, there are uh, four rooms upstairs, so I, I guess we need to figure out where everybody is sleeping. Oh, um, I mean, in beds, maybe. <laughs> I mean, isn't that how you guys sleep? Uh, yes, but. There are only four of them. Oh, I I and can just sit in the corner, to be honest, and, and just meditate. Well, that's true. Forgive me. Uh, I'll just sit in the corner and meditate. I'm fine. Okay. How many so, beds are in the four rooms? Just four. Or one bed in each room. Is there like a decent couch? Yeah. The living room has a decent couch. Well, I can just sleep there. All right. Uh, are there windows in this place? Yeah, I will inspect but, them carefully, but only, <laughs> but only on two, but only on three sides. I will. I will. Know, the other side, there's another house next to it. I will have little sparkle inspect them carefully. <laughs> <laughs> are there any ninjas hiding within or without? Uh, there do not appear to be any ninjas here. But uh, anybody who is concerned about ninjas can give me a perception check. All right. Or whatever it's called in this game. I think it's perception. Yeah. Aha. I feel like I should be concerned about ninjas generally. 25. <laughs> wow, I like all these low numbers. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? 34. Awesome. <laughs> Matthew yeah. has high roll. Yeah. Uh, what did you get, Sam? Uh, I only had a twenty-six. I oh, rolled a seven. Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a seven too. Yeah. All right. I rolled a well, three. Sakar. <laughs> Sakar doesn't immediately find any ninjas, um, but uh, when he gets to the top floor, and he's 
um, looking around, he sees that there is a young girl um, outside of your little town home. Um, and she uh, seems like she's trying to like peer through the windows. Like she's not like right up against the windows, but she's trying to like peek inside on the ground floor. Yeah. Hmm. Does she know that we can see her or that I've seen her? No, she, she's looking through the ground floor and you're upstairs. Hmm. Is anyone with an earshot? Sure. I, most of these guys. Nobody look now. But someone is looking in the window. I looks. Everybody looks. <laughs> <sighs> well, because uh, <laughs> because of the light situation, uh, it's not immediately obvious. There's there's a very good chance that this girl is just looking at her own reflection. <laughs> like she doesn't. Ap- she appears to be seeing or trying to see through the window, but. Uh, Chances are she is not being able to, and that's why she keeps trying. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Uh, I'll kind of go over to the door and okay. open it. Okay. Can, uh, I help? She... Can I help you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she comes over and hands you a slip of paper. What's it say? Uh, well, uh, that <laughs> bird guy told me to give this to you. He's good. I'll give him that. Yeah. How? Did he, uh, what? What did he say to you exactly? How did you know to find me here? Well, he said that there was a group that is going to look really weird and out of place. And one of them is going to be this pretty bird lady, and that I should give her this. <laughs> uh, well, Sparkle's feathers do something like a little weird. Um, that's <laughs> like they kind of like puff up in a little way. And she's like, uh, "Thank you." No problem. Was that a Ken Coop blush? Yes. <laughs> Good thing I rolled a good uh, perception and caught that. It has a, um, it just has, it just has a name of a tea house written on it. It's called the, um, the candlelight tea house. Says, said we didn't have to sending him back. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, want to get some tea? Sure, <laughs> sure. Sounds lovely. Where? What's happening? Oh, I've got a contact on uh, the island. Well, I guess he's currently on the island. Um, that uh was on the lookout for us. Oh, okay. All right. Need... Well, I'll just stay here then. Sure. Um. I mean, yeah. Is that a wise Unless... idea? What? Is that Why? a wise idea to leave her here? I mean, she's been here on her own. Oh, I thought you were talking to the little girl. My, my, my. Oh no, my the bad. little girl left. Okay. She was just a messenger. What was I going to say? Oh, unless there's anything else that we should know before we head out. I don't know. There are some sort of like police officers around here, so 
but they seem pretty nice. Um, you know, usual laws, don't kill anybody, don't steal anything. Uh, uh, probably try to stick to the commercial area of town. Don't wander into any other places. Reasonable. I mean, not because not it's dangerous, but because, you know, you don't want to walk into, like, somebody's garden by accident. Some of these places are, like, private. So, like, some of those groves, like, actually belong to someone. So, I don't know. Hmm. Good to know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't expect you guys to leave just right right away. So. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, is there anything else you need from us to get set up? Uh, no. I've uh, I've got some notes, but you guys can look at them when you get back. Oh, well, why don't yeah. we look at them first? The way we were a little bit more briefed before we head to our meeting. Oh, okay. And she, like, pulls out a big stack of papers. <laughs> and it's kind of, like, general protocol stuff. Um, and it documents her interactions with uh, Thien's priesthood, which, you know, seems pretty reasonable, like, considering some of the places where you've been, where, you know, it's <laughs> like, I'd like to talk to this person. It's like, oh, well, it's a monster tiger that lives in a tree. Like... <laughs> This this seems right down breezy where, you know, she like walked into an actual office where there was an actual clerk that took down her thing and went and processed it. And everything seems to be, you know, in order. So official. Um, yeah. Nobody nobody got, you know, bamboozled on the way by uh, will-o'-wisps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, nope. it all seems... no one wound up contracting a slot. Right. It's it's right down pleasant. And uh she after she like presents it and you guys look through it, she's like, Oh, I I I thought maybe there would be more pertinent information. I felt like there was. No, yeah, it's good to know that it's a I guess orderly, well run place as opposed to um a monster infested carnival of scum. You know, so I have to say, uh, when I was told that I was going to be sent out as an envoy, I was a little worried until they told me that it was here. Yeah, it uh, it definitely seems like a better assignment than some of the places we've been. <laughs> okay, well, I will, um, I guess I'll try to make sure that you guys have all the supplies you're going to need while you guys are out. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Well, you guys have fun. Okay. Yeah. We shouldn't be gone long. Okay. We'll have some tea. So we'll follow a little sparkle. Mm. I'm assuming everybody's going, right? I mean, do we all need to go? Or is this Mm. one of those hush-hush clandestine meetings? I mean, your calls. I can handle it myself if there's anything else you guys want to do, like visit the like, library or whatever, or we can all go. I'm fine either way. I will go. Yeah, I'll go too. I think it's best if we stick together. Oh, I'll actually, before we leave, ask if uh, our uh, our new emissary here knows it, where this place is. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's back towards the docks. Okay, great. Yeah, it makes sense. Hmm. All right, so everybody's going. Seems everybody's that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're com- 
completely inconspicuous. <laughs> Super duper conspicuous. Okay. Well, um, you guys uh, walk down the street, and uh, everybody here seems to dress in like these very uh, light and kind of not very fancy robes. Um, that little girl that you talked to was wearing robes. Um, pretty much everybody is just in these like gray or white or light blue robes. Um, with the exception of the police force, which you do spot, um, and they're just wearing some uh, pretty pretty functional black leather armor um, with you know little badges of office. But you know they they look at you guys as you're walking by because obviously because you stick out like you know five sore thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, you know they don't bother you or anything. Sure. And uh, eventually you find uh, the tea house. And uh, as you're as you approach it, it kind of has a um, like a beaded curtain to to go in. You see somebody like kind of stumble backwards out of it and then kind of like look around, look at you guys and like kind of like scamper away. It's just like a, you know, like a 30 year old man. Seemed like agitated. Hmm. Human. Yep. Looked local. Yep. So does everybody here human? Yes. Okay. There are most, pretty much everybody that you've encountered so far are human. Okay. Duck in. Okay. Uh, so when you come in, here's what you see. There is, it is a relatively small uh, tea shop. It's the dining room is sort of an L shape uh, around a counter. There is a nervous looking person at the counter, like uh, somebody who actually works here. Um, there's a couple of very nervous looking human patrons as well. Uh, we'll say on the on one tip of the L. Um, and then uh Kind of in the center of the other section of the L, at a circular table, you find uh, Tekiotl, a.k.a. Alushe, a.k.a. that guy. <laughs> um, that guy. Sitting at a table uh, with a little cup of tea and a little teapot. Um, and, but he is not alone. Mm. Sitting, sitting there with him is... A knoll. Oh. Um, Interesting. Yep. Probably about six and a half feet tall at the hump. Maybe a little bigger. It, you know, it's sitting down, so it's hard to tell. Um, you know, enormous shoulders, uh, colossal hyena head with, you know, just from looking at him, bones that would make short work of a grown man's cranium. Or uh, yeah, teeth that would make short work of a grown man's screen. Is what I mean. Wearing uh, some armor with like a, a high collar and uh, like leather armor, and is also kind of sitting at the table. Has a teacup in front, and uh, yeah, when you guys walk in, it's like pretty clear this is what everybody's nervous about, except for Alushe, who is just kind of calmly having a conversation with the gnoll. Uh, how big is the table? 
Um, not that big. You could probably sit comfortably, sit two more people at this table, but you guys can all, you know, crowd around it if you really all wanted to sit together. Chill. Little Sparkle will just walk over and uh, grab the seat next to Alusha. Yeah. Hey. Hey, who's your friend? Uh, this is Fangs for Foes. Or, let me see if I have this right, Splintering Child. And the Noel nods. Um, Abyssal is fun like that. Every every word is two words or something. I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sparkle nods. So, uh, uh, Maya Ludle, you worst. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, it strikes you that this is this uh, Noel is likely female, mm. just from the voice. So uh, Fangs and I are kind of doing a tour right now. Also, uh, Fangs is also a priest of Grumsh, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of wanted to show her the non-Grumsh life. Um, Fair. And I think I think she's been enjoying it. And she nods, says, I didn't even know there were places like this where you don't have to, like, kill anyone for what you want. <laughs> I can just tell somebody to bring me things. It's nice like yeah. that. Well, I can uh, leave you to it if then, if you're uh, busy. Uh, was there another time that it would be good to talk, Alicia? No, no, no. We can we can talk now. Oh, all right. Then. Um, in fact, he just he looks over at the counter and says, uh, "How uh, how long does it take to brew that uh, black mixed tea?" And uh, the person at the counter is like, "Uh, I, I guess it could take a while." And he's like, "Yeah, why don't you make us a why don't you make us a kettle?" And the guy kind of ducks out and the uh, remaining patrons kind of like finish their tea and leave. So says Lucia, how's how, how's it been? It's been pretty good. Got a just had a interesting trip uh, where we paid a visit to uh, the Bleak Forest. Oh. How did that go? Pretty well, all things considered. Had some um, trouble trouble with GIF, but resolved. Oh yeah, itself. those those guys are around. I've heard. Yeah, they uh, seem to have thrown in with uh, Asmodeus. Hmm. Hey, uh, speaking of Asmodeus, um, you know Asmodeus's coalition has been here, right? Really? How'd that go? Did they get the to sign on? They were not here for very long. They came and they went in the same day, which hmm. to me either says that negotiations didn't go very well or there were no negotiations. Hmm. But well. they're not being negotiations can can be two separate things in and of itself. Yeah. Interesting. Who do what kind of uh delegation was it? Um it was pretty small and they were kind of trying to be incognito, but you could tell that they were priests mm. and, uh, you know, unmarked black robes, but that's... Uh, <laughs> Loud enough a uniform? Yeah, definitely. And I spotted their, uh, I spotted their holy symbols. 
when I saw them. They were trying to hide them, but I could see them. Oh, and uh, Fang says that they uh, smell like uh, they had, what was it, like recently set someone on fire? <laughs> he nods. Huh, good to know. Were you in uh, in the area for the convocation, Fang? Um, for which one? The treaty breaking down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. That's actually where I started talking to Alushe. Yeah, that's what I was basically getting at. Where have you been recently? Uh, well, this is really the first major stop in our trip. Um, we've been to a couple other smaller islands. Just trying to ease my way in. People seem very scared when they see me. Which is fine. I'm used to it, <laughs> but it's it definitely makes it hard to uh, enjoy things. And uh, I was just like, I thought about trying to finagle a hat of disguise somewhere. But also, you know, I feel that Fangs is, you know, who she is and should get to enjoy things as she is. I'd agree. Um, though, you know, if you ever do want to run the incognito life, we actually have a uh, hat uh, that we sometimes pass around. It's been useful in places where Kenku are less common. Mm. I uh, went somewhere once where just showing my face got sent people running and screaming because they apparently have bad dealings with uh, other avian creatures that don't really look that much like Kenku, but, you know. How things go. I mean, I met some Kenku here who really don't look like us, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, how, anything else you're hearing through the grapevine? Um, I mean, there is, there's been some talk about sightings of Vecna's priests. Hmm. So um, not really on any major places. It's kind of in the the back alleys, if you will. Um, We stopped at a a place called the Knaves Market and somebody told me that there and I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt, but they it was a an actual antiquities dealer so you got to expect that they knew something and their stuff was on the level so um, i don't know i don't know what it means for vegna to be moving around but something's happening interesting well i'll keep my eyes open um yeah we've got a meeting with uh scene think tomorrow so hopefully that goes well okay and if not we'll probably not be here very long well uh hopefully hopefully your meeting goes better than the asmodeans meeting went yeah well i mean we'd sent emissaries ahead of time and uh arranged things so oh yeah uh, the uh kids here really smart really observant so i got a pretty good description of each of you yeah yeah i uh 
uh, got your note, obviously. Yeah, it's uh, it's surprising to to run into you here so quickly. We were. I was surprised that you were here. This had been our next stop. We'd sent emissaries a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just lots of coincidences, I guess. Yeah. Oh. What brought What brought you here? Well, we're trying to um, we're trying to expose Fangs to the finer things in life, and thought, why not come to the seat of knowledge in the astral sea? And especially since it's the seat of knowledge in the astral sea. <laughs> also, I'm. And, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go on. No, also I'm. Uh, it. Normally, I try to travel with as little uh, pomp as possible, and Fangs kind of generates her own pomp. Mm. But uh, that in and of itself is helpful as well. It's like, she like looks at the around the uh, tea house. It's like, you know, you don't have to deal with crowds. Yep, and uh, she has a great sense of smell, and she has uh, something in common with us. No, what's that? He he looks at Fangs and then just kind of like moves his hands like for her to do it. And she kind of looks at him and she's like, oh, right. And then she's like, she like looks at you and in your voice says, I can imitate other people's voices like you guys. Huh. Hmm. Is that a trait of all gnolls or unique to you? And back at her own voice, uh, all gnolls can learn to do it. Fascinating. I thought it was uh, the uh, Kenku. Well, I mean, I suppose I, there are some humans I've encountered that can do excellent impressions. But Yeah, it's uh, when you think about it, we use it as a form of defense. Uh, I mean, traditionally, but uh, they use it as a form of ambush. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, like, turns to, uh, we'll say, look at Orem, just anybody else, but it happens to be Orem, and mm-hmm. opens her mouth, and you hear this, like, pitch-perfect, like, baby's cry. Orem just flinches back, like, what in the heck? He's also a little freaked out by all the teeth. Yeah. Sparkle just, you know, gives a big birdie grin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just showing off. That is... Very unnerving. <laughs> it's great. There, uh, I've I've heard stories uh, as I've been traveling again in places where Kenku are less common and more, um, I don't know, feared of Kenku doing that exact trick and then robbing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't think I've been any place where Kenku are the ruling class, so yeah. If you yeah. ever find a place like that, it'll be interesting to see how they explain it and how they use it, or if they use it. I mean, um, well, certainly. A, a oh, rumor from someone that uh, we're native to the Astral Sea, apparently. So who knows where where we started, or if oh, that's well. true. If you ever if you ever find the original nest, that would definitely be something to to bring home. Yeah, for sure. It's been a it's been an educating trip. Uh, I, I got kind of made a pitch by a uh, lantern archon recently to you know 
learn more and maybe even join the Church of Arathis. Hmm. Well, as someone who joined a church, I will tell you that there's a lot to be learned there. And you will probably, uh, depending on how structured they are, your um, your benefit of it is sort of inversely proportional to the level of structure. So <laughs> yeah. if you're thinking of working for Arathis, I'm sure they're painting a good picture, but uh, they're too organized to not keep track of you, unlike, you know, Grumsh's Grumsh. church. Uh, no, literally... <laughs> I don't think anybody knows me like they <laughs> they have no accounting of me and probably fangs either fangs shrugs there had to be some way that the uh uh you know uh, capricorn got their books on or hands on grumsh holy relics and books and no one really paid enough attention to stop them yeah that that one was probably the easiest one but also the only one that I've really had access to because everything is pretty well compartmentalized. Mm. Makes sense. Sounds like Capricorn. Where are you to next on your world tour? Well, uh, eventually we would actually like to hit, um, what's it called? Uh, Waypoint. Mm. Yeah, Just because we... it's, it's bound to be a very urbane, interesting place and Fangs really hasn't experienced uh, everything that cities have to offer. Fair. I've been uh, speaking the gospel of, of cities to these guys myself. Uh, they seem to spend more time in forests or less urbane places. Burning hellscapes are also a big recurring theme for us, I find. <laughs> yes. We do come across those, too. Actually, we've been talking a lot and obviously as uh information dealers and uh, spies really uh you get some good coin but not steady coin so mm -hmm. we've actually been thinking of seeing if there's any mercenary work that needs to be done which i hear that uh, actually Arath is a city has kind of a bit of a civil issue between a couple factions. So we thought about maybe checking that out and see if uh, the coin is good on either side. Reasonable. Well, I've got uh, I've got contacts that could put you in touch with. No, well, that'd obviously. be great. And uh, yeah, let me, if you do wind up in, uh, in Waypoint, let me know what the word is because we've been hoping to sp speak with uh, Aranko, but haven't had any sightings of him yet. And don't want to make the trip if he's not there. All right. Has the uh, tea arrived? Uh, not yet. But you kind of get the sense that the guy's probably not going to come out until he thinks you want this him is to. Over. Sure. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> look thirsty. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look to the rest of the crew. Anything? Do you wanted to know? I don't think so. Not at this point. What? Did he say why he came to this place? Yeah, because he okay. wanted to show uh, Fang a city. Oh, okay. Oh. Coincidence. Yeah. Very coincidental. Oh. Worm's lips are like cracked because they're so dry. He needs like something to drink. 
He's like kind of like touching changing his, from green to blue to a strange keeps touching pale his yellow lips color. together and kind of licking them every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, well, she'll say, "Well, in, uh, enjoy your tea, and we'll be sure to uh, I'll check in before we head out." Sounds great. We've been uh, mostly hanging out here, you know, at the end of the day. Sure. All right. Good to know. Uh, very nice to meet you, Fang. Good luck with uh, your travels. She waves. I'll uh, get up. Okay. Head out. Mm-hmm. In our unobtrusive way. <laughs> yeah. Extremely obtrusive. I am sneaky as all heck. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? It's all relative. I turn invisible. All right, and then so knocks you guys, over uh, a head out of the tea house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, there you guys are out on the street. Yeah. I'm going to get us some robes to make us stick out a little bit less. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to stick out because I'm not human, but at least the rest of you can blend in a little bit better. Don't we still have a hat? Well, yeah. I don't feel the need to actually disguise my nature, considering we have an official invite and Thine might not like that kind of deception. But at least we'll look like we are trying to make an attempt. Fair enough. Yeah. So you guys are going to try to procure some robes? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's starting to get late, but you managed to find a market stall that hasn't closed yet. It's just a human lady kind of packing up her wares. Oh. If uh, we can trouble you before you head out, we were hoping to pick up some uh, local apparel. Oh, well, sure. Here, let me uh, get these back out. And she rolls out a bunch of, like, gray robes. Like, these are very conservative, very tasteful. Mm -hmm. If you want something a little wilder, you can go with these. And she points at what appears to be an identical gray robe. Uh, (laughs) I see. Is there some difference in, like, the underlining I'm not seeing? Oh, uh, well, yes. As if, you, uh, if you look here, this is uh, kind of this uh, entirely, she like leans in entirely unnecessary stitching mm-hmm. here in the, uh, in the arms and the hem. Um, so, and sure enough, the one that she pointed out first just has kind of a line of stitches and this one has kind of like these like crisscrossing ones. <laughs> How much do they resemble, like, what what I've seen other people wearing? Uh, they're pretty much the same. I mean, okay. yeah, this is not, th- this is pretty much exactly what you've seen everybody else wearing. And uh, it's just like, you know, what you can do is uh, if there's a, you know, someone you like, you can wave at them and show them this scandalous stitching. If that's the sort of girl you are, if not, we do have the uh, we do have the more classic stitching. Uh, let's take uh, five robes with the classic stitching. Thank you. Okay. Uh, these do come in medium and slightly larger medium. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do. Wow. No small. 
Uh, no, but uh, they do come with this uh, cinch, and you can sort of tuck it this way. Well, here, why don't you try this on? Okay. How big is it on me? It's it's a little big. Like, oh, she okay. finds the smallest one she has, and it's the sort of thing where, like, presumably you would want, like, the tips of your fingers to stick out of the hands, and they don't, mm-hmm. but only by a little bit. Sure. Perfect. So, all right, then, yeah, we'll do the larger medium for uh, Sakar and Randis and Ket uh, and a medium for Orum. I don't, I don't know that a, even a larger medium is necessarily going to be particularly useful for Sakar. Well, here, try it on. All right. You know, I'm a 48 long. <laughs> Uh, Sakar puts on the robe and it, you know, it's like the sleeves are to his knuckles, you know, so it's uh, a little bit shorter and, uh, you know, you can see his entire boot. Mm. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) these these are just robes. So um, there is like, yeah, you there's actually not that big a difference between them. Um, it's they're just, sacks. They're they're yeah. They're just like big gray canvas like tarps. Lovely. Mm. Like okay, well that'll be uh, twenty silver. Thank you very much. I will pay oh, the vendor. Stop by again. We are going to run a special on sandals tomorrow. Oh, lovely. And she, like, looks down and says, we might not have anything for you, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's okay. A common refrain, it seems. All right, so what do you guys do now? Head back to our condo. Okay. Well, all right, when you come back in, Muyu is there. She seems to be cooking something. Hmm. I do not care for this robe at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to wear this thing. Why do Why, why do we have to wear this? Uh, you don't have to. I just thought you might want to be able to blend in a little bit better. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, best to follow the local customs. Is it going to offend Thien if we don't? It could. Possibly. Yeah. She seems like a very traditional goddess, <sighs> considering how conservatively dressed everyone who lives here is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you all get something to eat? Uh, no, actually. Uh, we wound up just talking. Oh. Well, I can put some more rice on. Oh, that sounds good. Sure. What you cooking? Uh, some rice, and then I've got this. She, like, picks it up. Uh, fish sauce. Ooh. Mm. Uh, you know what? How about I get takeout? <laughs> I'm okay with okay. what she's making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rice and fish sauce? Mm. Oh, well, enjoy. I'll be back. <laughs> I've just been All in right. a forest for a while. Hard to get good food in a forest. Yeah. What's uh, Little Sparkle looking for? Oh, some like you know, noodles or uh, no, not meat. I'll 
meat. Definitely not meat. <laughs> is is anybody else going with Little Sparkle? Yeah, I'll I go with Little so. Sparkle. If she won't buy meat, <laughs> I believe I will have to go. Okay. So, Orem is staying. Where is Randa's going? Yeah, yeah, I'll follow. Okay. <laughs> now we're only one fifth as conspicuous as we were before. <laughs> yes. Um. Yep. You guys can find a couple, like a place that has a couple rows of like noodle places and uh, um, fish places. Awesome. Um. Yep. It smells. Decent. Like, nothing yep. smells terribly good. You <laughs> very, very quickly uh, realize that the food is also very conservative. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's not bad. Sure, it's just functional. You're not gonna, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of, of spice, like, you know, baseline on the dish. So, you can certainly find a noodle place that will throw some meat into Sakar's noodles. Mm, or throw just a few noodles into Sakar's meat. Yeah. Yes. I cook with fish sauce all the time. That just means our place now stinks. Hmm. It's fine. It's, it's one of the most the delicious window. seasonings, but it, it smells very strongly when you <laughs> cook with we it. Got we got several we bottles of fish sauce. I don't know that we ever actually use it, though. Yeah, we use it all the time. It's yeah. good. Fortunately, Sakar has hot sauce in his bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why like, is that funny? I would like to. I would like to imagine that the bottle that Sakar keeps hot sauce in is remarkably similar to the bottle that Steve, <laughs> that uh, Orem keeps his conditioner in. <laughs> <laughs> someday they will mix these and, things up. Yeah, someday, someday there will be a hilarious like camp, like camp comedy moment. Sakar involving either one. Either one, either either Orem running out of a shower screaming, or Sakar just like being like, mm, "Oh man, these noodles are great." I don't know what's in there. Oh, is that gross. coconut? What is that? Is that selenium? Mm, mm, a little mango. <laughs> these noodles look fabulous, but they taste terrible. <laughs> They're so silky. Uh, yeah, I was mostly laughing because it's like you know straight out of the formation lyric. Oh, all right. So you guys can all get some noodles, and you can get some noodles for Orem too if you want to take him some. I will bring him back some. Okay. So Muyu, how long yes. have you been part of this uh, this coalition? Oh, just a couple months. Mm, where do you come from? Um, I was born in Overlook Island. Oh, have we been there? No. Okay. I've not been there. What's it like? I mean, there's really nothing to say. It's in Shalai's orbit. So mm. it uh, kind of moves along slowly around the same area. Shalai tends to kind of catch up with us every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So, but things are kind of bad there now. Um, there's a... There's a temple to Loth there now, and there's a whole drow base oh. on the coast. Uh-huh. Yeah, we saw in July the the drows there. Yeah, supposedly there's, like, some drow that don't like Loth, and they're, like, actually working, and they've helped us before, but I've I've never met any of them. Really? Fascinating. Mm -hmm. That is, that's good to know. 
So what were you doing before you joined up? Uh, well, I was, uh, I was a clerk at a, uh, office building, but, uh, also I was kind of, um, running, uh, contraband. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What kind of contraband? Oh, really basic stuff like, you know, food and water and things like that. But, you know, just to people that were in dry occupied areas in Chile. Hmm. And I, I wasn't doing the runs myself. I was just acquiring it and then uh, sort of uh, cooking the books, if you will, to to obscure it. Sure, sure. Uh, do we have any vegetables around here? Uh, I have an onion. Okay. Uh, why don't we take a little bit of that and chop it up and throw it in there with the rice? Okay. No carrots? Uh, no. Hmm. Okay. Sorry, I, I, I guess I expected you guys to go out to eat, so mm. I didn't get a lot of stuff. I mean, you can get. I have a, this big bag of rice. You can get a. You can feed a lot of people on just oh, a little yeah. bit of rice. Definitely. Uh, I can. I can go out and buy some more stuff tomorrow morning. Oh sure, yeah. Don't don't uh, trouble yourself too much. I'm sure we can take care of ourselves. Hopefully, our conversation with Thine goes um or goes a lot better than than the uh, other party. Uh, what other party? Uh, the one that was here before you said. Yeah, so I tell like I tell her about the other ape creature. I tell her about what we learned at the uh, while having tea from the skunk ape from the from the knoll. Oh, and from oh, the skunk wow. ape, a knoll. That's amazing. I guess really kind of disturbing. It can imitate anyone's voice. Well, that's something they're supposed to be able to do. Yeah, it's really creepy, though, when they open their mouth and a baby scream comes out. Oh, that would be creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, she kind of shrugs as like, you know, everybody has things that are probably creepy to others. Probably, yes. It's like, uh, you know, some people can just teleport. I can do that. Is that creepy to you? Well, not to me, because I've... dealt with some a little bit of magic before oh really but you know some people are creeped out by tieflings in general true uh we've met some couple of tieflings in my day so yeah you know it's uh there's a pretty clear um sort of line to infernal powers from tieflings so Mm -hmm. also a lot of us can do this and she like opens our eyes real wide and they like basically like this black energy like glows out of them Oh, that's neat. Look at my eyes. And I look straight at her, and then I turn my head to the side, and then I look back at her. Yeah. Neat, That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The rest of you can walk in in the middle of this. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, he's doing the eyes again. Yeah. That's very impressive. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And is that... Do all Eldrin have eyes like that, or is that like a family trait? Oh, no, that's, you know, all Eldrin. Oh wow! Yep, 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 yep. I have I have not met very many Eldrins, so yeah. So you're kind of a jack of all trades kind of person, huh? Yeah, I guess. Neat. What do you, What are you wanting to do when this is all over? Oh, geez. Uh, well, um, I was sort of hoping to just follow Zarza. 
Oh, okay. Whatever she's doing. All right. Um, she seems like a good boss, and honestly, um, she kind of looks around. Who knows why? I mean, this kind of has that impulse, but there's not really reason. It's like, I mean, it's not like she can go back to her church. So mm. whatever she ends up doing, she's probably going to need some help uh, in whatever it is. And if it's, you know, above or below board, uh, I mean, I've got experience on both. Yeah. So did you guys find some food? Yeah, we got to do some noodles if you want some oh. to supplement. Oh, thank you. And I turned to Mui. Would you like some? Uh, well, yeah, I had to try them, I guess. I'd be more than willing to share. Okay. So, they uh, are very average. So we all gather to sit and eat our food, or did you guys eat already? Oh, we brought up, we got takeout, oh, okay. like I said. So we all sit down and eat. Little bowls. Yep. Made of skulls. Well, I don't, <laughs> wouldn't go that far. I don't know what takeout food looks like on this island. It all runs out of the holes. Um, well, maybe it's not a whole skull. So I'm curious, have you noticed anything odd on Rutile Island? Anyone acting really weird on Rutile Island? Uh, well, I haven't been there very long, and uh, I guess it depends what you mean by odd, because there's some weird people there. Uh, Pixel's pretty strange, and Salath is pretty strange. Well, I mean, people who might be acting maybe not in the best interest of the of what of our mission. Uh, I have a hard time believing that Sarza wouldn't catch something like that. I mean, I, I, no, I guess not. Um, but I, I'm not privy to any missives or paperwork that go out unless it's directly for me or my missions. Sure. So. I understand. I mean, sometimes when the boss is around, people, you know, kind of act normal. But as soon as the boss is away, they kind of do their own thing. And, yeah, uh, supposedly everybody's been vetted by Zarza. Um, that's why our staff is so small. Oh. So that's why, you know, from what I hear, you guys are still waiting on a captain. And that's because, you know, somebody has to go out and vouch for someone or call in some favors and then make sure that it's not somebody who's just going to go to the enemy and spill the beans. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we certainly wouldn't want anybody collaborating with, uh, with the enemy. So I don't know. I, I guess maybe I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. I, I just assumed that it would, but I don't know. Maybe should I be worried about that? Uh, I, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, do you guys think that she needs to be worried about that? Nah, Orm's just paranoid. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Honestly, in this line of work, sometimes it pays to be paranoid, but... That it does. Also, sometimes you end up giving things away because you're paranoid, so... Yeah. Mm. Orm just starts eating his rice and also his noodles. Mm-mm-mm. Yum, yum, yum. Starch and starch with a side of starch. Yeah, Orm's going to meditate really hard tonight. <laughs> Elegant really don't process carbs very well. <laughs> uh, it's good that you have your own room. Yep. No, I'm oh, out wait, in the no, corner. You don't have your own room. I'm, I'm in a uh, corner well, of the room. Well, then I regret. <sighs> Randis is going to have to deal with some flowery farts. No. It just all goes <laughs> to his waist. Not that kind of carb processing. <laughs> it makes flowery him really. It makes him farts. really heavily meditate, uh, meditated and. 
a little sluggish for a while. Sends his blood sugars right through the roof. Uh, he, it, he can only teleport four squares for like a couple <laughs> I also get cramps. Yeah. Uh, just smells like one of those like really powerful air fresheners. Oh, yeah. Fresh scents or whatever. Mm. All right. So what else do you guys do? Yeah, help clean up the mess after we're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, your meeting tomorrow is very early. So then fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're just gonna like take you right down and everything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll uh, finish cleaning up and go to my little corner, sit on a little pillow, and start meditating really, really hard. Okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have eaten all them noodles. That's how Orem sounds right now. <laughs> Is anyone else uh, doing anything? Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sakar is going to try and find the bed that looks the most comfortable. Okay. Sakar finds one that is just right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Are all the doors and windows locked and etc.? Uh, Orem goes through and does a perimeter check and sees that everything is locked. Then again, this is like a very normal house. Okay. The windows are made of glass and the door is made of wood. And, you know, it's like you're pretty sure that um, at least a couple people in the party could kick this door down without any problems. And certainly one could punch it across the room or across the road without any issues. So, you know, there's that. Am I, am I the one who can punch? Uh, no. The robot punch man is the one who could punch it. <laughs> oh, now I'm sad. Well, I said somebody could kick it. All right. Somebody could turn into a snake and incinerate it. How about that? Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to guess we don't need to put anybody on watch, so everybody will go and get a good night rest. Or I'm in the corner. Randus on the couch. Everyone in respective uh, rooms. <laughs> Where's Moo you Scarlet in the conservatory with the knife. Where's Moo you sleep? Or does she not stay here? No, she does. She's oh. got a room. Oh, okay. She's already got a room. She's got a room. That would be the fourth bed. So. Right. All right. Well, if there's nothing else going on, let's all uh, let's all prepare for our meeting with Fiend tomorrow. Going to or, our carb comas. You know, next week for some of you. <laughs> That wraps it up for this installment of Critical Hit. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out. As always, questions to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. We haven't done questions in a while. We've got some more questions coming our way um, because you're going to send them to us. Podcast at Majorspoilers.com. <laughs> so until next time, for Randus and Ket and Sakar and Little Sparkle and Orem and our fantastic GM, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are Critical Hits. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 